Late last night, San Diego Sheriff Bill Gore requested the California National Guard to aid police forces in La Mesa. The East County City had the first protest following the police killing of George Floyd, and it also had the most violent one. Two banks were burned to the ground, and several stores vandalized and looted. However, since Monday, protests have remained peaceful, causing some to ask Sheriff Gore, why now? For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. David Hernandez, you're a public safety reporter for the Union-Tribune. Explain the situation in La Mesa. What has been going on since the protests last weekend? Yeah, so um, a lot has happened since then. Um, Obviously, this all began in the wake of the um, killing of George Floyd in uh, Minneapolis and Also in La Mesa, we had a local incident that became controversial of um, a black man being detained um, near trolley station. Um, So all of that led to the weekend of unrest. Um, But uh, to answer your question, um, since then, I mean, we haven't really seen uh, things turn too violent. Sorry. Um, You know, there have been protests uh consecutively since uh, really it started friday night um the big protest the first big protest was saturday um but since then uh consecutive protest and there have been some um, at times tense standoffs with um, police officers and sheriff's deputies um mostly in san diego in recent days where the pro- big bigger protests have happened um but yeah i mean yesterday for example we saw protests um, all across the county from um, north county as well um, so that's kind of what's been happening this week so far. Mm-hmm. And to get a deeper understanding of the you know issues that led to the violence in the Mesa, can you explain a little more detail exactly what happened in that arrest that you know people criticized? Yeah, and um, a lot of people you know are wondering or asking um, why La Mesa was the site of a big protest, um, the one that took place Saturday. Um, and it's certainly uh, in part connected to the, the arrest that you mentioned. Um, so how that all started was that a video of the arrest was posted on social media, um, including on Instagram, uh, by the man who was arrested. And it was widely circulated. So it got a lot of attention um, and it shed light on this case. Um, what we saw was um, the man being detained, uh, shoved several times by the officer before he eventually um, ended up in handcuffs. Um, So it was a use of force incident. And a lot of uh, people from that bystander video that was shot by the man's friend, um, you know, saw that as uh, the officer acting out of line and also saw that as um, uh, inappropriate in other ways, including, you know, racial profiling, for example, came up as one of the issues. Um, And so... So, yeah, that got a lot of attention. And, you know, it just in the wake of the George Floyd killing, um, it certainly led, like I said, at least in part to why La Mesa was the site of a big protest. Um, and so just to kind of get us up to, to date, um, yesterday, the La Mesa City um, Council and the police chief held a news conference. Um, they released video of the incident um, and provided just a few other details. They've been pretty tight lipped since the incident. Uh, was recorded and posted online. Um, So yesterday was kind of the first time that the public got um, some answers. A lot of people would say a few answers. Um, And so, yeah, it it was really interesting. It was a news conference where a lot of community members attended. um, And there were a lot of um, tension. There was a lot of tension and also anger. You know, people who 
feel like they're not getting answers, um, definitely made their concerns um, be known. And um, so what, also to kind of get us up to, to date, um, the, the video was essentially video from body-worn camera from the four officers, uh, four or five um, officers who responded to the incident. Um, and of course, the big uh, video that everyone was kind of keeping an eye out for was the, the video from the officer who detained this man. Um, and it, it didn't really clearly show, um, I guess I should back up. So um, what we know now is that the officer uh, suspected this man was smoking and that's why he initiated the contact. Um, he, the, the man in the end was detained on suspicion of assaulting an officer and resisting arrest. Um, and uh, the chief provided, like I said, a few information, but didn't clear up too much. Um, he really said that they wanted to release the video for now as a form of being transparent, um, but it still leaves um, a lot of questions open. Um, so um, the video, what it shows, um, it shows uh, the interaction begin once the officer is in front of the man. So we don't really see um, the moments before the officer is already talking to the man. Um, we don't really clearly show the officer assaulting, or sorry, the man assaulting the officer. Um, so that question remains whether it happened at any point or not. You know, it's unclear. Um, and, um, and a lot of what we see also in the body-worn um, camera footage is what we already had seen through the bystander video, which is the officer um, pushing the man, forcing him to sit on a bench, and then eventually detaining him. Um, mm. So that's a little bit of, of information in terms of you know the incident and, and how it's connected to all of this. So I think the biggest question in people's minds right now is, we've seen more information coming out about this exact incident, which clearly was a factor into the violence that we saw on Saturday. But it's been several days. There's been curfews in effect. Things haven't been as violent. Why would the sheriff call the National Guard now? Do we know anything about that decision? Yeah, and I can get into a little bit of what I've been hearing today here in La Mesa from the community members and their take on it. Um, but I'll start with what, you know, to answer your question, what the sheriff has told us so far. Um, so they had requested for the National Guard um, over the weekend. City officials in La Mesa said they requested them on a Saturday, but were told that uh, troops were tied up in L.A. Um, the sheriff said today that he requested them on Sunday and got a similar response. So it kind of seems like now is when the uh, National Guard was freed up to come to San Diego County. Um, but um, so, so what the sheriff has said is that the National Guard will be used essentially as reinforcement um, and to free up some law enforcement, local law enforcement officers, including sheriff's deputies. Um, we know that they're most, so what I can tell you first from what I've seen personally is that they are uh, posted at the La Mesa police station for now. Um, and what the sheriff has said is that they're gonna be uh, guarding infrastructure. So buildings, for example, um, they won't, the, the sense I've gotten so far um, is that they won't really be out uh, patrolling more, um, again, as, you know, guardian, guarding uh, bu buildings. Um, so uh, that's what we know so far. And the sheriff has also said that that will allow for law enforcement officers to respond to instances of looting uh, and other vandalism. Um, that's kind of uh, the gist of the mission that uh, we're told is, is what will unfold. Why they're here now. Um, so uh, we're told that, you know, they're 
expecting um, some more protests. Um, like you mentioned, you know, recently they've been fairly peaceful. Um, they say that, you know, they, they're hearing some rumblings of um, uh, things possibly turning a little violent. Um, I have to, you know, uh, say that I, I don't have a lot of information about that. So, you know, hopefully we can get some more information from officials in terms of what they're hearing. Um, certainly, you know, I do expect more protests. But again, you know, it's important to say that they've been pretty peaceful in, in recent days. Um, so, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does seem like over the past week, the policing strategy has changed a little bit. In the beginning, we saw a lot more use of flashbangs, of pepper bullets, and tear gas. While in the past couple days, it appears that police are mostly preventing marches from going onto freeways and kind of giving people more space. Will the National Guard follow this kind of strategy? Because it seems nationwide, when people are kind of shoved into a small space, that's when things get violent, you know, either provoked by the police or provoked by protesters. Do you think that's kind of the strategy? Um, yeah, I mean, certainly, I mean, you know, what you mentioned is very interesting for so many reasons. You know, one thing people have said is, uh, you know, they've pretty much decried the way the police have responded to protests, saying that they have, you know, their response has escalated tensions. Um, like you mentioned, you know, uh, keeping people in a tight space, for example, coming out in, you know, uh, military or riot gear, perhaps is a better word. Um, so, um, so, so yeah, I think, um, I, I don't, I don't know just how much, you know, the, the uh, National Guard will interact with the public though, um, uh, or, or what the response will be if there is um, a protest. Um, like I said, what the sheriff has said is that they'll mostly be posted at, you know, buildings and other uh, property that they may want to protect, um, freeing up law enforcement officers to kind of be more on the streets patrolling. Um, I think it's important to note, too, that one thing I've heard here um, is, you know, people saying, where was the police when we needed them to protect property, to respond to fires, to respond to people breaking into businesses? So the uh, reason the sheriff called the uh, National Guard may be in response to some of that, you know. Um, and, and like I mentioned earlier, here in La Mesa today, I've heard a lot of um, different reactions to um, the the National Guard's presence here. Um you know, some people say, you know, where were they on Saturday when we needed them? Some people say they felt pretty um, safe in recent days um, and they don't feel that a military response is necessary. Um, others, like business owners, have said, you know, I built my, you know, I, I uh, built a business my whole life and it was destroyed and I welcome their presence. So it kind of runs the gamut in terms of what the community is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. I mean, on the one hand, you need to have a degree of security, but how you do that is almost more important than the bodies themselves, because if done incorrectly or if done heavy handed, there could be a riot even more violent than the one that we saw on Saturday, because, you know, in the views of the protesters, you know, the exact thing they're protesting is happening again. So it's this difficult, fine line that National Guard sheriff's deputies and police have to walk to make sure that things don't get worse than they could be. Exactly. And, you know, one thing that comes to mind, too, is something I was going to bring up earlier. But, you know, we have seen instances where, of course, you know, we have seen uh, riots and looting and all of that. We've also seen a strong police response. Um, One case that really got a lot of attention and for many people, reinforced this idea of, you know, excessive police force um, was uh, a case where a woman, um, almost six years old, was shot in the forehead in La Mesa on Saturday when 
she was protesting. Um, and, uh, you know, again, you know, there's a lot to this topic, but definitely, um, you know, the way police respond, um, you know, in many cases has angered the community. So it is, it is, you know, walking a fine line and, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be really interesting to see how, how things play out now that, you know, things have calmed down in terms of the violence. Uh, we've seen pretty peaceful protests in recent days. Mm-hmm. And we're speaking on Thursday afternoon. Uh, what are we hearing about possible protests tonight or even th- into the weekend? Yeah, there's, um, you know, it's hard to tell how big they'll become. There are protests planned across the county. Um, you can't think of any off the top of my head in terms of the time or the date. I don't want to, you know, misinform people and have them show up to the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, but um, we are hearing of more protests. Um, like I said, you know, officials, law enforcement officials are saying they're hearing of more as well. Um, and um, one thing I'm keeping my eyes on, too, is just how um, things will play out, because in a lot of cities we've seen some curfews um, in response um, at least in part to what happened over the weekend. But um, in La Mesa, for example, officials have extended a curfew throughout the week. Um, so that runs till about um, from 7 to 5.30 a.m., um, 7 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. Um, so, so, yeah, definitely more protests planned, though. Mm-hmm. And at the Union Tribune, we're your eyes and ears. So as things develop, we'll see what happens. All right, David Hernandez, thank you so much. Thank you. Some of the protesters who organized on Monday spoke to the Union Tribune. The protests are an example of how the youth of Generation Z and Millennials are putting themselves at the forefront of a new era of activism. Some of the students who marched Monday had also marched in the worldwide youth-led climate protest held last September. They said they are now protesting the police killings of George Floyd and other black people, such as Breonna Taylor and Tamir Rice. Some students said they knew they were risking exposure to COVID-19. Experts warn that a spike in cases may be forthcoming because protesters are often packed together and some do not always wear face coverings. But the fact that so many people are coming out during a pandemic gives the protest more weight, some of the students said. It takes bravery to protest during a pandemic, said Candace Cole, an 18-year-old Mesa College student who marched on Sunday and Monday. It should be taken seriously because of that. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. This podcast is made possible by subscribers to the San Diego Union Tribune. As we live through this momentous time in history, the truth and facts matter. If you are not a subscriber, please go to uniontrip.com slash subscribe. Until next time.